chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating on me. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 125 I am one half of your tag team of Santana Garrett's favorite wrestling podcast The best wrestling podcast out there, Boot to the Face I'm Chris Rucker, along with Marty Vasquez, and we are here for another fantastic edition, Marty. How the hell are you? I am doing fantastic, actually. Um, besides my body being like in complete like disarray and aches and pains, like nonstop. Um, I actually got like... some decent sleep last night, dude. Like, I'm not gonna lie, the baby slept for like five hours last night straight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The night before, you know, he was up the whole damn time. Like, I don't even think he was asleep more than 30 minutes. Um, so, did get some sleep this morning to the point where it's like, you know, when you, act, I don't need much sleep, but it's some of those times when you actually get sleep, it's like, oh shit, this is what it's like. Can <laughs> yeah, I just stay? Yeah. Can I just stay here for a moment? <laughs> so, I didn't want to get up this morning. So, I've been, uh, I've been sober all February. Oh shit. So, that, so that means. When's the last time you've been able to say that? I mean, I, I do it every now and then, but just since COVID, man, I've been drinking like a fucking fish. And so I've noticed that along with being sober and like trying to get up and go to the gym every day, I'm going to bed earlier now. Like the other night I was sitting downstairs. The kids were at their grandparents' house. My wife was asleep. She went to bed like nine o'clock. It was maybe nine thirty, nine forty-five, And I was looking around and there's like NCIS playing in the background. Like I sent a couple emails and shit. And uh, I'm like, this would be when I would drink. And I'd just stay awake for like two, three hours drinking and then try to get up and go to work in the morning. I was like, I'm going to pop some fucking melatonin and take my ass to sleep. <laughs> I went to bed at like 9.30, 9.45, woke up the next day. Last night, I went to bed at like 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. Can't tell you when the last time I did that. I was up at 6.45 this morning, went to the gym, got my workout in. Now we're doing this. And it's like, is this what life is like for like normal Healthy people that More don't fucking respectable, <laughs> mature adults. <laughs> yeah. That don't stay awake fucking drinking whiskey all night on Zoom. Oh, like is this man. is this what y'all do? It's like Sunday's like twice as long now when I'm not hungover and like hating myself. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I haven't drank as much last couple month or so. Um at all. Like I let's put it this way. I went to uh, Total Wine a couple weeks ago and I stocked up on some stuff and actually had broken skull there mm-hmm. i haven't popped a single broken skull and i really it two weeks ago um that, that's just a little little i've drank so far over the last few months um yeah dude i got a buffalo trace here it's been here since the last trivia mania like it's been almost over a month since that. i've opened that bottle up um <clears throat> but yeah no they we um i had some work i had another session on my arm the other day so my arm's just been killing me mm. and then 
the the next day we went miniature golfing with the, with the kids. This place was not wheelchair friendly, or not wheelchair um, stroller. Well, yeah, wheelchair too, but stroller friendly at all. <clears throat> and literally was having to like carry, like lift the stroller up and walk up and down like stairs with it in short staircases or like the narrow staircases. Dude, my bo- I I think I got like four holes in, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm done playing. Um, I'll just have the boy. I'll just have the boys play because I'm fucking done. I'm drenched in sweat just from carrying a fucking lifting and carrying a stroller. I'm like, yeah, yeah. this place Kids, sucks. Man. Like, who Kids, the hell? Man. Like, you don't have like no, not one. And you, there's no like, you know what? Let's just go back. We're gonna go back and go home. No, no, no. It's a fucking labyrinth. Once you start going, you can't get out until you finish. You know, some places like oh, you you can walk around if you want. You can. It's easy to walk to like the, the snack shack or whatever. Yeah, not this motherfucker. It's like oh, you entered, finish or die. <laughs> yeah, we got you now, sucker. You can't go nowhere. Oh uh, man, that sucked. So that's funny. My body's um, just been like just in, just shut down. Like yeah, we're we're gonna see how this works. I got um, I did a little bit of shopping this week. I got uh, you remember. The Comic Con Macho Man in the Slim Jim package. Yes. So, friend of the show, part of the female demo, Tara Lynch, she was at some kind of toy store up in Ohio, and she sends me a picture of it. She's like, "Do you need this?" And I'm like, "It depends on how much it is." She was like, "I just asked. It's forty bucks. I think it was like forty five, maybe." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll PayPal you right now. Like, get it." <laughs> so that should be here tomorrow. I hate you. Um, you don't know how long I waited in line online for that shit. Had it in my fucking in my cart. There, you know, I was uh, I was telling, I was looking on eBay just to see like how much they're going for now. Because like I want it really bad, but if it's still going for like two fifty, I was gonna like flip the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, they're not that expensive. They're like seventy bucks online now, brand new. So, yeah. Well, I I was I was online when there was like. $29. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that's, that's it, what happens. It, had, you know, had it in my, my, had it in my cart, was processing payment, and then I was like, this item sold out. Now, nah, fuck you. It was in my cart. This isn't sold out. That shit's yeah. mine, motherfucker. I hear, uh, I hear my boys on Fully Posable talking about that a lot. Like, they'll be, they'll be waiting for something to drop, and they'll have it, and then when they're trying to get to the payment part of it, all of a sudden, like, the little salt shaker will start spinning, and it'll be like, you have no items in your cart. And it's like, what the fuck do you mean I got no items? Right? I had three of them. Seriously. I'm just like, trying I, to hit pay. I have had it to where like the payment is processing mm. and then it kicks it back. Like, how does that happen? If I'm how at the about- grocery store and I put shit on the register <laughs> and I go pay this payment, guess what? That shit is still mine because it's on the register. Um, how about when now, uh, dude, I do that shit all the time um, between Comic-Con, Funko, um, releases, it's dude – and um, Comic Con's the worst, man. Like yeah. that, because they have this shit spread out too. So you have to hit multiple sites to get what you want. Oh, dude, initially, just last year was just horrible. Like even the the elite um, Mr. T figure, dude. I had like eight fig. I had like eight or nine items in my in my cart, and I only ended up with half of them. And I was actually like, the payment had already clicked through, and I still only got half the items. Within like thirty seconds of it all going live, that's how ridiculous it was this last year. Ooh, she sent uh, the message she sent me had a Mister T in there too, but it was like fifty five bucks, and I was like, eh, I don't want that one that bad. Like, I'm not a big Mister T guy, 
So <clears throat> fuck that. But that was good. But, but what about when like you buy something? I've heard. Uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe it's doing a favor that talks about this. When you buy it and then you get an email like we're refunding you your money because we sold out. What the fuck do you mean you sold out? I pre-ordered, meaning you shouldn't have sent mine to Target. Like you should have sent mine to me. What the fuck? So yeah, I haven't had it happen too much. I've only had it happen once where it was like, oh, this item is no longer available. I'm like, no, 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 I paid for that. So you find a way to get it to me. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of like going through that right now because of my Okada and my, um, oh my God. Tanahashi that I ordered. Like, that shit was ordered months ago. Months? It was supposed to be here this month, and it, by, it said end of February. I'm like, well, we only got six days left, so surprise, motherfucker. Where's that Years. shit at? Didn't that uh, shit come out in, like, 2019? No, those ones came out uh beginning of 2020. Damn. Same with like, same with like, like Naito. Like I'm at the point I was gonna wait on Naito and Tanaha, um, and Evil <clears throat> because that's just not available to like end of June now. Yeah. But I'm like, you gotta order shit now anyways because that shit's gonna fucking be out by then too. So I'm waiting for this stuff to come through. I'm like, Dude, this is ridiculous. Um, I got uh, the Chris Jericho bubbly showed up yesterday. That was pretty cool. Um, so that's a good looking yet. box. Yeah, good it boxes. comes like a wine bottle. Uh, yeah, that's that's our champagne. So I'm like, ah, oh, do I open this or just I gotta open this? Like, well, you can display it. it. You can open it and display it, right? Yeah, but the the without it's opening it, up. it's all you gotta open the bottle. The bottle to uh, get into the display, though. That's what's. Like. It's like I'm not feeling just, it. Yeah, it's like just let this shit like so you can flip it open. Like, do yeah. like, make it make it displayable friendly. Um, but then like yeah, I got I got some other stuff like that that I was like, oh, what? they shipped me one product. Why didn't they ship me the other one? And then I go back in, and that Jericho or the John Cena NWO, I it's just not that. available until freaking end of May. I'm like, what? I ordered it. Uh, you did. I ordered it like a week ago. <laughs> nice. I ordered that, and I ordered Scorpio Sky, and they're they're coming before May. Like when I ordered it, it was uh, where'd you it order it through? It's ringside. ringside. Yeah, well, I think maybe, when I ordered it, I get mine because yeah. I when I ordered mine, it didn't show that, and when I went to the website yesterday, it showed. Uh, mid-may so i'm like uh, i think that's just the if you buy it now it's mid-may because mine i'm not gonna lie and tell you when it was but it wasn't may like it was it was coming up pretty soon i thought it was march when i bought mine that's why i'm like what the hell what what's this but so you know how ringside is like if you ship if you order something together and one of them doesn't come out till august they're only going to send you all of it in one time right. in August. So that's so, why, like the that one's I ordered that one with the uh, yeah. the like the two thousands nineties um, Hardy Boys. So that two pack's not going to come with until the scene releases. So I know mine. Whenever the uh, the next AEW Unrivaled drops with Scorpio Sky in it, I do know that Sky was coming out later than the Cena one was. Mm-hmm. So whenever that comes out is when mine should be shipping. Right. So now I'm waiting on. China and the Cody TNT title, and then well, shit, I got a China for you, man. Yeah, and then uh, I got two of them now. Got <laughs> he had two Chinas, uh, <laughs> and then I'm waiting on Scorpio and John Cena. And I don't even want the John Cena NWO one, but I was just sitting here, I was bored, and I'm like, fuck it, it ain't that much. Let me fucking <laughs> find me a ten percent off code somewhere. I think I use like Chick Foley's or something, and yeah, next thing you know, there's like fifty five eighty eight coming out of my fucking PayPal. But so that's yeah, that's that's all I I bought this week. Uh, I really got nothing else in life going on. So if you want to jump into talking wrestling, we can. Unless you yeah, got man. something. I uh, 
I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know much either, man. That's it's been kind of one of those those weeks, and it's kind of like wrestling. There's there's some stuff going on, but not too much. Yeah. Um, before we jump into that, just want to shout out. You know, we can find us on iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, Spreaker, uh, Full Press Radio. Get the app, Full Press coverage. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of Full Press, dude, I was like looking up articles this morning, and I typed in some news articles, and you want to know what the first first article that popped up was from? What's that? Mr. Evan Gomez from Full Press Coverage. I'm like, oh, Uh-oh. shit, look at that. Full First first article to pop up on Google, on the old Googler, was, was FPC. Look at that. FPC, uh, res- fullpresswrestling.com, by the way. That's a, that's a thing. Yes. We rarely talk about that. We just go straight full press coverage. But fullpresswrestling.com actually has their own fucking website with all of our shit on it. So, And if you're looking to write about wrestling, man, fucking get in touch with Evan. I'm sure you can find his contact info. I don't have it off my hand top hand but maybe i'll put that in the show notes if you want to write about wrestling get in touch with them and they'll they'll throw your shit up there yep and then we can find us on boot to the face underscore on instagram as well as boot to the face on twitter um and with that how about we hit that first break let's do it today's podcast is presented by podgo podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Welcome back. Boot to the Face, episode 125. We are finally about to get into some wrestling talk. And we had NXT Vengeance Day on Valentine's Day this weekend, Marty. Not a lot to talk about because no titles change hands, but you did have at the very end of a really good Pete Dunne versus uh, Finn Balor match, Undisputed Era come out, make the save, and you thought Finn Balor was going to throw up the Undisputed Era sign, and he got super kicked right in the face. And I'm like, damn. That's crazy. But and then was, what the crazy thing, it was like they had the the sign off on the bottom corner pop up. I love I love that. I fucking oh, love that yes. by the way. Because you're thinking, "Oh, it's over. Nothing's going to happen." Whoa, hold on. He just super kicked him. Like what is this? This extra content? Like what the fuck is going on? And then he turns around and super kicks Kyle O'Reilly with Bobby Fish, not Bobby Fish, no. uh Roddy, Roddy Strong. Bobby Fish is always hurt, by the way. I know. I was like, where the fuck is this guy at? Like, where is Bobby Fish? Like, he always hurt. It's like, you know, what's it, uh, Finding Bo- uh, Bobby Fisher? It's like Finding Bobby <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Fish. Yeah, he. Uh, so he wasn't there, but Adam Cole super kicks O'Reilly in the face. He probably have no clue. They got the drop earlier that they were going to turn on Kyle. Right? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm he's clearly going to super kick me, too. So let me get the fuck out of here. So uh, you got Roddy Strong. He's in the middle of everything now. Um, I didn't watch the end of NXT, but I did hear about it. But before we get to that, let's talk about how you feel about uh, the fucking implosion of Undisputed Air. Uh, I think it's like a long time coming. Uh, however, I think I feel like the UE was one that they, they could have kept them together for a long time. No reason to break them up. Uh, they've always been hinting and teasing at it. Uh, but honestly, unless this goes somewhere and like actually like prominent, whether it be something big on NXT or you know even if it, it means that Adam Cole moves up, 
to the uh, to the moves over to the main roster. Like that's unless something comes out of this, I feel it's a wasted opportunity of them just trying to get a shock value at the end of a paper car, of a pay per view. And I hope that's not what it was. I hope that there's something comes out of it. But at the same time, <clears throat> a feud with O'Reilly and Adam Cole isn't necessarily a feud that I want hmm. or need. So I think that the you know the implosion was something that that's been seen for a long time. And you know it, I will say it's kind of cool that they kind of pulled the trigger on it finally. Um, but but we're not knowing what's going to happen makes me cautious of whether or not it was worth it. My uh my favorite thing to come out of all of it is your boy Pat McAfee. He's like, I fucking told y'all Adam Cole was a piece of shit. Nobody wanted to listen to me. He said, well, I don't know. If you don't know much about it. But when Hogan turned on WCW, Bobby Heenan was like, I've been telling y'all for 20 years that Hogan was garbage and nobody wanted to listen. And that's kind of how McAfee was like. That guy sucks, and I tried to tell y'all, but y'all were all, you know, pro pro wrestler instead of pro athlete trying to wrestle. But yeah, it's it's gonna be some good TV, you know. On, on I was I was recording the eighty proof when all this went down, and I started getting seeing all these tweets about like O'Reilly is hurt and blah blah blah. And shame on me for not like investigating it before I'm like, you know, prayers up to Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, I don't think I did anything wrong. Like I was reading that he really was had like a seizure and shit like that. Like people were reporting that. And it comes out he's just really good at his job and was selling an ass whooping. Yeah, he was just selling an ass whooping and he's completely fine. Um so they're they're going with this. Like there isn't but my question is Marty, if you watched it, where was what was uh what was my boy's role in it? Not not Bobby Fish, Roddy Strong. Was he out there for for Cole whooping his ass like that? Or talking about on Wednesday night or, or yeah, Saturday? Wednesday night. Wednesday. I don't night. know. You know what? I really didn't look into Wednesday night too much, um, so I don't I don't have an answer on that one. Um, but he did look like on Sunday night. He just looked dumbfounded for what was yeah. all going on too. So I saw them arguing in the parking lot, like him and O'Reilly, mm-hmm. and then they kind of split up and they were. I think they were teaming up with Finn Balor against uh, Pete Dunne and the rest of them. So I didn't watch all the NXT. I watched all the AEW. I didn't watch all the NXT this mm-hmm. week. Um, yeah, honestly, AEW, I, I didn't watch AEW this week. I've been having, dude, I've been having so many issues with my freaking cable. Uh, nothing's been recorded. Like everything went through this week and nothing was recorded. Everything, I had to reselect everything that was supposed to be on my like DVR. Um, <clears throat> so it's just, and then I got to the point where I, where I realized that, like, well, I'm not gonna watch it on the app because then they add the commercials and it's, and I can't fast forward it. So it's just like whatever, um, dude. It was so irritating. But I, uh, I skipped most of wrestling this week because I thought we were just talking about Halloween Havoc the whole fucking show. But I guess that was miscommunication on my part. I was like, oh well, fuck, I ain't gonna watch it. I ain't watching. I did watch SmackDown. Um, I saw what we're about to get into in a second, which was the fact that. Somebody's listening to us, Marty, because just on this esteemed podcast last week, we, I just bitched and complained about two things. And then both of them happened this week. I bitched about Kofi not even being considered for the elimination chamber. And what happens? He shows up and he's like, I've won the title way more recently than like damn near everybody in the match, except for Randy Orton. Like, Jeff Hardy ain't been champion since 2009. Why the fuck is he in the match? And then he ends up getting put in the match after defeating The Miz, 
who I still think is going to cash in and take the title after Elimination Chamber. Um, what do you what do you think about the new change for Kofi Mania 2.0? I love it. I'm down for more of it. Uh, I would love for Kofi to win. Uh, I would love for Kofi to win for Miz to cash in and be like, "You dog, you take my spot. You dog, you take Johnny's spot." And then just for Kofi to kick his ass and it'd be a failed cash in. I want them to be a failed cash in. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Miz was going to take the belt and they'd fight at Mania. You want Kofi to fucking kick him in the face? I want Kofi <laughs> to kick his ass. I, I want Co- I want I want him to fail that cash in. I love so, it, and I want it to be to where like John or uh, Morrison comes out to like try to make it covered up, and then Xavier's just like, no, 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 no. Here's Francesca. Here's your ass. Bend over because it ain't <laughs> happening. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, I'm happy that Kofi's in the match. I don't know what's going to happen with it. Like I said, I, I think the way it's going is Miz is going to cash in at the end regardless of who wins. And, you know, I do like the fact that in WWE right now, the writing's kind of on the wall, but I'm I'm trying to avoid WrestleMania spoilers because, you know, everybody loves to tell you who's doing what at WrestleMania, and it just kind of pisses me off. Like, I want, I want to be along for the ride. And... You know, it kind of looks like Edge versus Roman. It kind of looks like Bianca versus Sasha. But on Raw, like, you don't know what's going to happen. And I'm intrigued by that. Like, I listen to people's podcasts and I see people's tweets and they're they're mad that they don't know what direction they're going. And it's like, why the fuck would you want to know? Like, why do you need to know? Why can't you just consume and shut the fuck up? Exactly. Like, seriously, when I watch a TV show, do you think I want to know the ending of the series before the season starts? Thank you. Let me watch that shit. Um, it's like, oh speak, speaking of speaking of seasons, we're almost we're almost done with uh, Dexter. And I know I know I've said fuck dokes many times, and, and now I still, I still hold true to that. But um, but when it comes to that show, it's not right. it's not dokes as the worst character on that show. <laughs> it's dokes not even ain't Lagu- even close. It's, it's not even Laguarda. It's his sister. It's his sister. Oh, Dexter's man. fucking sister is the yeah. most annoying fucking character in, in the history TV. of TV. In yes. TV, not in just in TV. My God, such a oh. petulant, spoiled little. And then the unbelievable part of it is like all the sex she has. Like, who's attracted to her? She looks like a boy. Billy Walsh, fucking. She looks like a boy. Like she walks like a like a not a boy, but like a twelve, like a a young kid. We, she uh, she can't even walk in heels. Like everything about her was. I don't know. It was just unbelievable to me. It's funny y'all are watching Dexter because we started Dexter like a few months ago. We've kind of yeah. fallen off of it, but I think we were in a we're in the Trinity series now, which I think is I think if you're gonna watch Dexter and you've never seen it before after the Trinity series, just stop. Don't watch it. No, anymore. it's 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 no, it's good after that. Mm-mm. People shit on it. I don't know why. Like the whole that last uh, season was trash, Marty. I mean, it's not the greatest, but it's not bad. <laughs> that last but like season the, was the season awful. after Trinity with um, with oh, James, so- Edward James almost and the You're professor. Right. And- You're right. I'm sorry. And I'm the, I'm the season in with uh, with uh, Hannah McKay. Like that all that all was good, man. The last season did fall off, but at the same time, it was coming to an end. They had to hurry up and end it, uh, but it wasn't too bad. Every time I see her on TV, I'm like mad that they ended Chuck when they ended it because I fucking love Chuck. Yeah. Did you watch Chuck? Chuck I was watched, good. I, Chuck was a show that I would watch here and there, but not like consistent. Chuck was kind of uh, like the Green Arrow for me. Like I would see it and I'd kind of watch it by accident because something else would go off and I wouldn't be paying attention. 
And then I would find myself like watching it to the end of the episode. And then I wouldn't see it for a few weeks. And that's how the green arrow happened. And one day I was like, I'm gonna fucking watch this shit. And I get on Netflix and I'm like, I kind of like it. But, uh, yeah. So anyway. with that, I just started the Arrowverse the other day. Now that like, the Arrow's done and stuff's kind of falling. Well, because I, w- I was watching Batwoman and I got back in and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I got episodes left to finish the season one. And so I, and I, I kind of stopped watching it because, oh, well, they, you know, uh, she's no longer in it. So it's like, why am I even watching this still? But apparently they're doing, it's doing pretty good. So I'm like, well, let me finish it. And I get to an episode where Infinite Crisis Part 2. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to watch Infinite Crisis Part 1. Which is part of Super War- Supergirl. Yeah. I'm like, well, now I can't watch Supergirl because I've got to see what's going on. I'm like, you know what? I've been wanting to start Arrow over and watch that, and I really never really got like watched it from start from start to finish. Uh, watch episodes here and there. So I have the Arrowverse ready to go. I'm on season one. I'm mm. um, working my way through it. I'm going to do the whole Arrowverse chronologically with like all seven shows. Oh um, wow! So it's this is going to be a lot ride, to take man. on. That's a lot to take on. Right. I did. I I. I could kind of watch Supergirl. I didn't like the Batwoman. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Flash. My wife watches Flash. Uh, who's the other one? There was a, the, uh, the Black Lightning. There's the Legends. Black Lightning's all right. I kind of watched that. The Legends. Yeah. The Legends of Tomorrow. That one was all right. I watched the first couple seasons, but I give up a lot on a lot of these shows. Dude, like, if you want to see it a takes show a lot. that DC does that's actually pretty good and it's dark, fucking Titans. Yeah. Like it's I've heard HBO about too. Titans for years, um, yeah. but that shit is like legit. Like that's the one that like follows like obviously Robin and all them. But like, man, I want I watch. We've got a couple episodes. I'm like, oh, we'll watch this. And like the boys love Batman and stuff like that. So we're like, we'll watch this. And they got one episode. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch this without them. They my favorite, <laughs> my favorite villain on any kind of like TV show superhero is Slade Wilson in Arrow. Like I know in real life he turned out to be a piece of shit. But I fucking loved him in Arrow, and he turned in the uh, well, what was his the, name? He's, he's played like I, I saw he's like played by like four different people. Like he's four. Not in people. Arrow, he's not. In yeah. Arrow, he's the same guy. Well, no, like they like the not the person, but like the whole character changed. Like the or not 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 Slade Wilson. Not let me correct that. Deathstroke yeah. was taken over by multiple people. Slade Wilson's the same person, but yeah. Deathstroke. Well, well Deathstroke. Um, I mean, you just put the fucking outfit on. No, but, I know, but that's, that's yeah. you know. Which, but he's my which favorite. Leads, I fucking love Deathstroke. Which, which leads to we're a couple weeks away from the release of the director's cut of Justice League, and they're gonna have some more Deathstroke in there with John, uh, Joe Magnaliello as Deathstroke. Um, oh man, really? Gonna, yeah, because he gets at the end of that show, at the end of the movie, the post credit scene. I don't know if you saw was him. Oh shit! Yes, with, I forgot uh, all Luther. about that. Yeah, and that's so why had, I remember being hyped as shit about that. <laughs> And there, I just saw an interview the other day that there's actually, like, talks for, like, a Deathstroke movie as well as, like, him popping up in other so other movies. I'm like, oh, shit. I like him more than more Deadpool. I know, they're, I know they're, like, similar. I like him way more than Deadpool. His I'm, character, I, I, his I, outfit. Deadpool, but. Yeah, I like him more than Deadpool. All right, we, we fucking went way <laughs> off fucking topic. Uh, speaking of Kofi people Mania. listening to us, speaking of people listening to us, uh, even even our guy Seth Forrester, who's done a couple uh, designs nice. for us, he hit me up and he was like, when Sting came out, I could hear you on the podcast saying, now we got to deal with this damn snow all night. And like, we thought the same thing was going to happen. Sting just walks out, doesn't do shit. And lo and behold, Brian Cage tried to kill him. 
Like <laughs> he snapped that motherfucker in half. And I'm I mean, sitting here I'm surprised that like when he's when he like, <laughs> st- I thought Sting's legs were gonna still be extended over his head. They, they probably still are. He's still in the middle of the fucking ring right now. With his legs. Are. So many memes came out of it. Like Sting, like because they had that over the head shot of Sting laying there, and it's like you know when. You told her you were going to be able to go all night and you bust after the first two minutes. <laughs> so, so that powerball reminded me of one. The way he landed reminded me of one thing, right? Like, I don't know, maybe 12 years ago, whatever, like 09, 08, 09. I remember we went to a bachelor party in Vegas from my, one of my really good friends, like back his wedding. Uh, <clears throat> went to the strip club, right? And there, <laughs> there, was, there was a stripper. <laughs> she was like... Fresh off, fresh off the bus, okay, from like farm town, Missouri, and I remember she should not have been there at all. Like at least practice in your in your room in your apartment. <laughs> she just she got up. up there, was dancing, and she did, did, went to go do like a roll. <laughs> she, and she like landed like on her neck, and her oh, legs no. were like folded over her head. Oh no! Like, this is like she just started too. So I'm, and we're just like. No, oh, honey. To the point where people heart. were like pity muddying her, and and then when I just saw Sting like bend over, like split in half, I'm like, oh shit, memories, memories. Yeah, to quote my man Tony Schiavone, Brian Cage, you can go to hell, straight to hell. Um, so yeah, they they had they walked Sting out. I will say this though, he looked in good shape. I mean, I know he's wearing a shirt. But he took his jacket off, and he's like, "There's no gut or anything." Like, I wish I was in that shape. Yeah, and he's he sixty-one. Than Jericho does. Sting. I've never seen Sting that small before. Like, he looked really, really. Usually, Sting wrestles at like two sixty. He's got to be like two twenty now. But I mean, he is sixty-one, so he can take a bump. So we'll I imagine. Out. I imagine doctors have cleared every. I don't think he would just walk out there and be like, "Oh well, if I get paralyzed, I'm paralyzed." Like. Right. If Brian um, Cage kills me, well, that's, that's of all know. people to trust to fucking trust right. your body with when you got spinal stenosis, you fucking give it to somebody that's got like video game strength. Reminds me like, like this uh, motherfucker, Lawrence Taylor in uh, any given Sunday. Don't y'all drop me. I'm worth yeah. a million dollars. Um. So yeah, that's good. Before we before we get to break, let's hit this uh this real thing you got. You got Rio's number. We don't well, have to. I have a question though, because you got Rio says number one contender. I thought all she did was win her match to advance in the tournament. Like I thought she's she not be, the number I one contender. Be, I thought she'd be deep for that. No, she beat deep to advance in the women's. T- they're having that big ass women's tournament. That's all that was. Oh, that was I the first that was round the final. match. My, my no. mistake, man. No, they got a whole like Japanese side, and then the American AEW side, which why Rio's in it. I don't know. The winner of the American bracket is going to fight the winner of the Japanese bracket to determine the number one contender. Oh, well, then my mistake. That yeah. was my bad. Like, this week you got uh, Anna Jay versus Britt Baker, and then you got Tay Conti versus uh, Nyla Rose, which sucks because I wanted Anna Jay and Tay Conti to go far. I don't think either one of them are going to win their matches. I hope they are. I hope. I hope at least Tay Conti wins because... She looks... I know we got to get to a break, but she looks so much better in AEW than she did in, in NXT. 100%. Like she looks so more like she was the, she had the black belt gimmick in NXT, but she actually looks like she knows she knows how to fight right. like them knees and fucking kicks she throws like I well, look, remember look where she stood on the roster uh, on the NXT yeah they couldn't let her upsell every and look better than everybody else on there 
there was even a long, if, there was a long list of people that they had listed yeah. above her. They can't make her look like a badass, and, well, and I mean, not, they're not going to push her like that. I don't know, man. I think uh, I think her and Anna J both have. I love Anna J's like attitude. Her facial expressions are really good. Her fucking who the fuck you talk to? That little look she does, mm-hmm. and she's better in the ring. And the fact that you know both of them are like tens. I think AEW needs to take advantage of it. Don't fucking don't wait. Don't fuck around. Like let push them to the top. Like what do you got to lose? And also let's let's give some credit to AEW's women's division. It's a lot better than it was four months ago when we were bitching about it. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, absolutely. But all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and get to break. And when we come back, we will get into Monday Nitro episode eight and Halloween Havoc here on Boot to the Face episode one twenty five. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 125, Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez. And it is that time of the show, Marty, where we jump in the time machine and we go back to 1995 when I was 13 years old. Just a little fucking young whippersnapper. Don't know my ass from a hole in the ground. But one thing I did know was the Stinger was my favorite wrestler. And I was loving Diamond Dallas Page matches because Kimberly Page was with him. I was eight years old, and at this episode, the Braves were two games away from winning a World Series. Hot damn. Times were good. Times were good. Times were good. Yeah, the Cowboys then. were. Also, you know, 95 at this point, you know, the Bulls are about to make their comeback for their first first win, their second three-peat. Oh, man. The Cowboys man. were good. That's how long ago that was. Man. They were They were about to start their Super Bowl journey. The last Super Bowl, one. Super Bowl Triple X. The last one, because they know all, we all know who wins the one after that. Green and we're not, yellow, we're not there yellow, yet, Marty. We're not going to talk about fucking Halloween Havoc '96. We're talking about '95, Marty. You can't just fast forward a whole fucking year and skip the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl run. <laughs> I mean, God damn it, everyone else does. So why not? Uh, I know, right? I love everybody's like y'all haven't won the Super Bowl since 1996. It's been, you know, however many, 25 years. And it's like, yeah, but how come you don't go back 26 years? Like, why you got, why you got to stop at 96 just to fit your fucking narrative? Like, you going to go that far back. I can see if they're like, y'all haven't won shit since the 2000s started. But you go all the way back in like the mid-90s, but you stop. Yeah, look, you know, just 30 years. Make it round number. No, we're going to go, we're going to go, we're going to make it off numbers like 27, 26. Yeah. We're going to do it that way. Um, Halloween, yeah, so I'm not gonna lie, I watched this, um, I kind of wasn't really, I paid attention, but I really wasn't, like, into it, um, just because I knew that Halloween Havoc was after that, and I wanted to watch that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had, yeah, the DDP, dude, I love this DDP, I love this DDP better than the DDP at the end of WCW, and DDP we got in WWE, um, 100%. I mean, just, just. Yeah, man, just a roughneck, just coming in, smoking in the ring, got got her got her on on his shoulder. It's just like, dude, that's the DDP I can get down with. Um, um <clears throat> we don't have to talk much about this episode of Nitro, but let's talk about the ending, the, about the corny shit that WCW used to do. So we're we're full speed ahead to the Giant versus Hogan in a fucking monster truck match first, and then they're gonna have a match at Halloween Havoc. So the main event is Harlem Heat, my guys, versus Sting and Luger, also my guys. And also, I fucking love Sherry Martell with Harlem Heat. Like, that always worked for me. Um, and eventually you're going to get, I can't remember if this was before or after 
Colonel Parker was in love with Scary Sherry, and like he ended up managing Harlem Heat also. I think he was their first man. I can't remember. Anyway, whatever. Um, the match ends with stop me if you heard this before. Sting with a fucking crossbody off the top rope and gets the pin. Like he rarely won with his finishing moves. Uh, he pins Booker T. They win the match. Next thing you know, the Dungeon of Doom hits the ring. Sting and Luger both get their ass kicked by the Giant. This is the first time that the Giants actually put his hands on Sting. Um, your boy, the Immortal Racist, comes out. Why does he got to be my boy for? Because he damn sure ain't mine. Shit. Uh, the show, and then he starts hulking up. He starts getting his comeback on the Giant. And next thing you know... Bobby Heenan, <laughs> Bobby Heenan says, I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm leaving. And you hear his fucking head say, hit the desk, wow. and he's gone. <laughs> Bobby Heenan was, I fucking love Bobby Heenan on commentary, man. Um, these big ass ice chunks start flying off of some sculpture that's out there, and they go off the air. We don't know what the fuck is going yep. on, and we will see it Halloween Havoc, but this is the kind of shit that stopped WCW from overtaking WWE earlier than what they did because they would, it, it felt like they were always on the right track. And then the fucking Yeti would come out. <laughs> Tell me about the Yeti. What's the Yeti? The Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> well, just trash. Uh, and that's how the show goes off. And then we end up at Halloween havoc 1995. And I just want to say, as a WCW fan, Halloween Havoc was one of my favorite pay-per-views. A, a lot of times, a lot of shit didn't even happen, but just the, they started doing these real intricate entrance ways for it. And Halloween Havoc was just always fun. And it was a good time of year too. It was fucking October. Like, so anyhow, the, uh, the pay-per-view opens up with Luger versus Ming. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. Match number one, it opens up with Johnny B. Bad and DDP. Johnny B. Bad and DDP. Right. Johnny B. Bad ends up winning a match because Max Muscle clotheslines DDP. This man's got so much muscle on him, Marty, that a clothesline, not even a clothesline from hell, just a clothesline can make a motherfucker lose their title. Um, did you enjoy this match? Did you give a shit about it? I didn't give a shit. So, I enjoyed it. Like I said, this DD, this version of DDP, I enjoy um, I had a feeling there he was gonna lose because like they had like a, like a the week before and the week before that like, just back and forth and not they not finishing matches. I, was, I knew I had a feeling that he was gonna lose this match, um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, but then I don't mean to distract you. I have to stand up or else my watch isn't gonna give me a credit for this hour. Oh God, here we go. I gotta close my rings, baby. And then we get into the next <laughs> match, <clears throat> which. Oh, yeah, we got the Macho Man Randy Savage versus Zodiac. And I was like, who the fuck is Zodiac, man? Who the hell is Brutus that? the Barber Beefcake. And then I look it up. I'm like, holy shit. It's <laughs> Brutus. He was the butcher in WCW. I was like, holy shit. Here we go. Um, I'm not going to so, lie. Like, we, uh, I, we were watching this last night. Like, I had watched a bunch of stuff yesterday and before. So that when I got home, I didn't have to watch much with the exception uh, like some small parts from the, like Vengeance and stuff like that, and then we were just gonna watch um, uh, this one as you know once the kids went to bed and everything. And like, man, I love Randy. I just do. Like it got to the point where I was in a a Randy. I, I had to show her some promos of Randy Savage. I'm like, just Randy Savage promos, because then they started talking to um uh to Gene. 
And I'm like, he always looks like he's just high on coke. He, just, <laughs> like, he probably was. always turns his back um, to the camera. Like, and I'm, we just gotta watch these. We just have to watch these promos. And so we went through a promo and just started, kept showing Randy Savage clips. And I'm like, oh, I love this guy so much. I just love Randy. I love Randy. Ooh, yeah. Oh man, it was fantastic. So fast forward to when the NWO comes and takes over. Brutus Beefcake turns into the butcher. And this dude gets super fucking ripped. Like I didn't reckon like how you didn't recognize him as a Zodiac. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize him for the long like I had no clue that was Brutus Beefcake when he joins the NWO. And you couldn't just like, go and look it up to see who it was. Not Lucky at the me, yeah, at the time. Yeah. You're like you're like, who the fuck is that okay. guy? Let me and then my, let eventually me you kind of ma- yeah. magazines and see who it is. Eventually you kinda start hearing who it is, but yeah. So Macho Man wins that match with a flying elbow drop. So we're halfway to get Macho versus Luger later on in the night. Um, match number three is Kurosawa versus Road Warrior Hawk. And this is a rematch from uh, Hawk getting his arm broken, right? Yep, yep. like a month before because that happened at uh, Fall Brawl, right? Yep. So uh, Kurosawa wins with a Samoan drop and a pin to where Colonel Parker is holding his feet in place where he can't, Hawk can't kick out. So, again, they're trying to push Kurosawa. Like like I said, they were ahead of their time. Because if this was now, and they had a Japanese fucking badass like him in AEW or NXT, he'd probably be the most over-fucking person in the company. Like, for whatever reason, Americans love Japanese badass wrestlers. Yeah. And he had a good look, too. Like, he was a fucking tank. Yeah. Um, then, we get the, uh, then we get Sabu with the Sheik out there versus Mr. JL. Um... That was a quick match. You know, this car was a long-ass car. When I looked at it, I'm like, holy fuck, this thing's going to go on forever. Um, this was a match I, I watched, but I wasn't really paying attention to. Uh, I, I know Sabu's a legend, but I just wasn't. It was like, whatever. I was just kidding. I, it's not what I want, because what I want is the next match so I know what's going to happen later. <clears throat> which we got Luger versus Ming, uh, which was a stupid finish. Bullshit-ass DQ. Like, what the fuck? It was stupid. Uh, but then it makes you think, like... Where the fuck's Haku at right now? What's his ass doing? Why what the is fuck is at? Haku's problem? What the hell? Where, where the hell's he at? Helping out? Well, why ain't he over there helping out Bullet Club right now, making shit happen? You know, because he's, he's like 112 years old. Hey, he was there to help them take out the elite. Yeah, and he and it did not look good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that was like three years ago. So, yeah, he should just stay where he is and just. Although I do remember like a video they had of the Bully Club beach party where some dudes tried to like run in and one of them ran into Haku and like realized, that, oh, yeah, this ain't I don't want no smoke. Like <laughs> I was just bullshitting. I don't want no problems with this motherfucker. Uh, then we get the tag team match. Son of a bitch. Angle. Uh, don't you just feel for him? Man, I was so pissed. I'm on your <laughs> I was so pissed. <laughs> Here's the thing. So, backstory. This was my first WCW pay-per-view I've ever watched. Oh, ever. no. Ever. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, it's Ric Flair. You can't trust Ric Flair. And then it's like, oh, Ric Flair's hurt. I'm like, oh, great. Of course, because why wouldn't he be? And I'm like, wow, he's going to come out. He's going to fucking sting over somehow. I know it's just going to happen. And then it happened. I'm like, this motherfucker. I fucking hate you. Yep. I hate you so much, Rick. I hate you so so much. I like my hate for you can't be measured on any man made 
meter because it, it goes off the charts. Like, <laughs> the, not only the, did I just watch you come out with Lacey Evans and that storyline, but now I'm watching you 25 years ago, and I hate you even then. My eight-year-old self is screaming at the TV saying, I hate Ric Flair. Imagine me, 13. I, I'm I mean, like, I, I told I, you, I, Stinger. I, saw that. I, I told saw you. It, and Stop. I synced it. I synced it. And all I saw was baby Rucker sitting there mad and crying with little tears Boy. coming on his eye. And looking Anybody, over. I, I went to school looking why, for somebody named Rick the, to fight the next the bad, day. Why is the bad man turning on Sting like that? Yeah. I went to school the next day. Anybody named Rick, I would have ran into. I wanted to fight. Luckily, there was nobody there. But I, I was, I was mad. Um, so yeah, Flair turns on Sting. They win the match. Um, and Sting's gonna be out for like the next week or so. But when he comes back, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Uh, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna spoil yeah, it. For yeah, you come on, man. Don't give me no spoilers. Uh, so then we get to the monster truck match. Hulk Hogan wins. Uh, then we get to oh, Luger versus. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Do we really? We're watching we really? this. We're watching this, right? And <laughs> the giant just falls backwards, and Rick Hogan goes, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Help! Help!" And, and Sarah's like, "Could that have been any more fake?" I'm like, "No more fake than his apology." And I was like, <laughs> Right. He's never a good actor. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, that was so, like, oh, man. Like, so bad. Yeah. So just bad. Whatever. Uh, Luger versus Macho Man. Here we go. Uh, finally, here we go. Jimmy Hart makes his way down the ringside. You know, first of all, fuck reason. Jimmy Hart, man. Uh-oh. The more I see Jimmy Hart, the more he annoys me. And the fact that 40 years later, he's still the same guy doing the same shit, he annoys the hell out of me. I, I don't know if you ever watched Legends House. But when he was on Legends House, he was like the worst person on that show. What and do you he, mean, baby? Oh man, he was what just do so you mean? Wrong. I'm the mouth of the South, baby. <sighs> um, Macho Man wins this match. Did you like this match, Luger versus Macho Man? Yeah, even when the psycho ass drunk chick ran in the middle of the ring. <laughs> hey man, it was the nineties. I mean, she wanted to see the cream rise to that, the top. She wanted that total package. She wanted to see if it was real. Um, uh, yeah, I liked the match. I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it even more the fact that Randy got the win. Then we get to the main event. Just a clusterfuck of just the classic Dusty finish. Like everybody and their mama was involved. Macho Man, Luger, the Yeti, the Giant, which, which Hogan. the Yeti was a fucking mummy. Yeah, by the way, spoiler alert. It was a mummy, people, if you didn't watch it. Like, in, in 1995, Brendan Fraser was nowhere to be found. That's who they needed. A fucking mummy came out to attack Hogan. Luger puts him in the torture rack. Um, Yeah, and the Giant wins by DQ. The Giant grabs the title and steals it, which, you know, you don't win the title by DQ, but that's the way it went off the air, so... And so, th- and this was the this was the Giants' first wrestling match in WCW. Yep. Yeah, he had only uh he had only like attacked and choke slammed and shit like that. Like he hadn't actually wrestled yet. Um, but 
later on, if like I said, depending on how long we do these Nitro reviews, you'll see him have some matches. Like he had a really good one with Scott Steiner, and he's doing like drop kicks and shit like that. And Scott Steiner wasn't the Scott Steiner of like Big Papa Pump, but he could still suplex the shit out of a motherfucker. And he suplexed the giant. And that was like the first time you saw somebody manhandle the giant. I remember thinking, holy shit, like Scott Steiner just dropped that big motherfucker on his head. So we got a lot to look forward Speaking to. We Scott will... Steiner. There's rumors that his son just signed with the performance center. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know how he, those are some shoes to live up to. Like is the Stacey Keebler have a daughter that could come out with him anytime soon. Probably not. Um, so yeah, that was Halloween Havoc. Next week we'll do episodes nine and ten, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, I love Monday Nitro. I'm like watching this shit while I'm on the treadmill and the fucking elliptical. Like I love it. Like I I've already watched nine and ten by the way. Like I'm I'm so far ahead. (laughs) Um, so we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. From uh, around the world of wrestling before we get up out of here on Boot to the Face episode 125. Welcome back, Boot to the Face episode 125. We're speeding towards the end of this episode, Marty. We got a couple things that we got to hit here. Um, Lacey Evans is pregnant, not by Ric Flair. I know some people are confused. Uh, she's pregnant in real life. Um, I I wonder if. Vince is like, this is why I don't push the women's division. Like right? everybody keeps getting pregnant. Like, like Maria Canellis got pregnant in the middle of a push. Well, that was, Becky was that the, was a positive for all of us. <laughs> Becky was like the biggest. And by the way, we're not saying that we are like women do whatever fuck they want. Like I'm not saying. I'm saying in Vince's eyes, he's probably thinking this is why because life happens and you yeah. you can't plan on life. Right. You know, like it's, Becky me, was the top of her game and she got pregnant. Um, I mean, obviously Seth Rollins had the, the hill turn of the century right there. His hill turn he's... wasn't at WrestleMania. His hill turn wasn't when he turned on the shield. His hill turn was when he put Becky on the bench. Um, or over his <laughs> bed, you know. Over I was, was going to say figuratively and literally. Yeah. But you had uh, to go ahead and do it for me. So never mind. Um, but yeah, like this, we're, we're a month month out from <laughs> WrestleMania. He should, Charlotte he should Flair. change his name to No Pull Out Rollins instead of the Monday Night Messiah. That's well, what he should He do. can't use Monday Night Messiah no more. He's on on Friday night, so yeah, he's got to he get should. a new name. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Lacey's pregnant in real life. so she, And I feel like she, honestly, I thought she was going to take the title from Oscar tonight. I thought she was going to get that win. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> not only that, but then it was like, I, thought, I felt like she was going to get that win, and it was going to be her and Charlotte at WrestleMania. And it just obviously, you know, that's the feud that was going that way. And obviously, I think that Rick would have been the one that turned on on Lacey at WrestleMania because that's how it goes. And Charlotte wins the match and wins her title. Wait, back. you thought Ric Flair was going to turn on somebody? Oh, fuck Ric Flair. Um, but like, not only does it like take Lacey out of a storyline, not only does it affect the match tonight, um, but then it also takes Charlotte out of a story. Like now they got to rush to find something for Charlotte, which I'm sure they will. It's going to be rushed. But they gotta get Charlotte in something before WrestleMania happens. Do they though? I don't give a fuck if she is or she. I mean, I don't. But as far as the industry goes and WWE goes, they can't not have Charlotte there. Yeah. So congrats to Lacey Evans and her family on their pregnancy news. That's uh, that's good for them. 
Young Rock was this week, Marty. Did you watch? Um, I did. I did. Did you watch it? I did, and I I wasn't a fan of it. Really? Yeah, I, I loved really it. Like it. I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. I want more of it. Can't wait for more of it. I liked it, but I didn't like it. Like, it jumped around a little bit. It was really, like, corny. Um, I'm glad The Rock's actually in it. That's cool. But I don't know. Like, I, I just I saw him sitting there with that little turtleneck and that suit on, and he just looked so old to me, and it, well, they, it bothers and they, me. They made him look old because we, we made the same observation. I'm like, well, this shit's supposed to be, like, 12 years from now. Like, of course his ass looks old. He's, they got to make him look a little bit. He can't look fucking pristine forever. Like, they got to make him He's look the rock. Yes, he can. He's 48 right age. now. You see this motherfucker on so, Instagram? You know, I enjoy it. I thought it was hilarious that they had Randall Park as the fucking interviewer. So he's no longer an actor. Now he's a real life, like, just interviewer. Um, the stories, yeah, I, I can't wait. I think that this episode is going to be a little more bouncing around than, than the rest. Um, just because I think they were trying to get, like, Cook. And, hey, Rotten Tomatoes gives him a 91%. So yeah. people I saw. It. I Apparently, I'm the only person that didn't like it as much as I should have, which is crazy because I'm the biggest fucking rock guy I know. But, yeah, to me, it was. I'm still going to watch it. Like, I'm going to give it a chance. But I love the cast, uh, too. I mean, obviously, Andre's a yeah. little bit of a stretch. But, yeah. dude, everybody else. It's yeah, I, funny, man. I did laugh out loud at a couple of them. And, like, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the stuff that goes on, like, because obviously they've embellished a little bit of it, but they're making his dad out to be like a piece of shit. I don't know if he really was or not, but he seems like a horrible fucking fuck. And of course, my wife looks at me and goes, I would be so mad. I'm like, wait a minute. You can't just make me the shitty dad every time we watch something. Like, I'm awesome at fathering. Like, well, I'm just saying, if you were to ever do that, I would be so mad at you. I'm like, but I wouldn't do that. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm just trying to watch Young Rock over here. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. <laughs> I got blamed for being a deadbeat dad for no reason. <laughs> Fuck Young Rock. Oh man, I enjoyed it. I can't wait to see more. I, I want to see what they do with it and go with it. Um, yeah. yeah, they did. They definitely made Rocky. Uh, but I felt like that was already known. I thought that, like, even though they were close, like there was a time when they weren't. Like they were a stretch, and like it was like they had some differentiation there, and then they made yeah. up and kind of came back, and that's like what happened like, at the end of his life. Um, you know, the last ten to fifteen years. Um, but I, I could have swore like I had read things before. Like it was like as the as as Johnson, you know, as he ended his career wrestling, like he was kind of like pushed off like that a little bit. Um, yeah. And when they like a lot of that time they're showing it, that's the end of his career. Like he retired a year later at that point. So who knows? But I like it. Yep. Uh, moving on, we got Bo Dallas and Liv Morgan. Like destroying the internet where it turns out Bo Dallas is with Liv Morgan. Who knew that? Yeah, uh, are they actually together though? Wow. Um you talk about out kicking coverage. My goodness. That whole family. Seriously. He's he 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 saw what he did was he saw uh Bray, brother Bray over there. He's like, Hold my beer. Hold my beer. But yeah, seriously, can you oh, man, that family picture. All right then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can lead, lead him live. All Lead right. them Rotunda boys out of it. Just make a <laughs> make a fucking in law picture. Uh, yeah, congrats to them, and they're about to do real estate. Is what you got written yeah, in man. here? So here's the thing: I I read something about Bo Dallas before I even saw this article. Uh, well, actually, I I saw this, and next I saw that I was like, oh, you know, he's living on this farm, with Morgan. I'm like, who the fuck's Morgan? Is that his wife? And then I looked down, I'm like, wait, live Morgan? I'm like, how the hell did that happen? 
But yeah, dude, the dude's at home, been at home for what, a year and a half now? Still getting paid from WWE. How this mm-hmm. dude survived the cuts, multiple cuts, and still got a job. Must be nice to be daddy's, you know, daddy had the IRS. Um, but, I mean, daddy, IRS didn't even last. But Bo Dallas did. Uh, I bet they got something planned for him as far as The Fiend goes. I feel I feel like I keep hearing things more and more about that. So it would be interesting to see if they do do something with him. I, I just keep rumblings. I haven't read anything because I don't want to know. But I hope he does. Um but yeah, man. Apparently, like he's sitting at home, he's getting paid, doing nothing. So I saw that he's like taking like real estate classes, and more Liv Morgan's doing the same thing and setting up for afterlife. And uh, I mean, that's cool. They live on a farm and shit. You know, I saw that. What caught my attention that I realized it was Liv Morgan was because I saw an article that like Lana was hanging out at the farm with Bo and Liv Morgan. I'm like, oh shit, Lana's getting involved. Like, okay, all right, Bo. I believe what's going on. I should have been a wrestler. Um, but as far as other, you know, other women in WWE, uh, Liv Morgan living life, becoming, you know, cementing her uh, future career. Lacey Evans, pregnant. Bailey calls off her engagement. So Boy, for her all DMs, you basement dwellers, her DMs are gonna be full of fucking big booty loving people thinking they got a shot. Y'all can't handle all that. Leave that girl alone. Let her fucking mourn her relationship in peace. Right? Exactly. She, if I was trying, I would have like turned off my DMs. Just turn that bitch off. That's some bitch slap full of probably dick pics everywhere. Ugh, people are just people are fucking stupid. People. Okay, so I was literally just talking to my wife about this before I came down here. I was at the gym and I saw on Twitter that there was a and i didn't even know this like in the middle of the mickey james versus trish feud back in the day they had a match at new year's revolution and somebody was like this match was actually like hard hitting and pretty good so i was like well, i'll watch that while i'm on the elliptical and i'm watching it marty and this is 2006 i think all you could hear throughout the matches show your tits show me your ass hey you're fucking hot open those legs up and of course, you know, what Mickey James was wearing didn't deter any of that. Like that little skirt that didn't cover nothing and underwear. And then she, the way she would pin Trish and stuff. Like, not saying that she deserved to get shit yelled at her like that, but they definitely were in the business of not. But could you imagine nowadays? Like, a motherfucker stand up and, like, Becky Lynch is in the ring and they're like, show me your tits, Becky. Like, he would get jumped and then he would get kicked me. out. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, Lifetime and that was band. just. That was just 15 years, but I was like, I'm sitting there on the, on the elliptical and I'm listening and I'm like, my God, like, and usually WWE will edit shit like that out and they did. You can only like, edit so much out when Jerry the yeah. King Lawler is the one saying it. <laughs> That's true too. You know, what's also funny, like watching that stuff back then is how like JR tried to make Jerry Lawler sound like such a pervert. And now all these years later, like JR is the pervert. Like, turns out he was writing for JR, probably. I mean, for Jerry Lawler. Like, he was writing all the one-liners for him. <laughs> he's over there. He's over there. All right, say this, King. Say this. Say yeah. this for me. And then King would say it, and he's like, well, actually, I'm paying attention to the arm bar that she's got on. But now here it is 20-something years later. He's like, you know. It's time to take her back behind the shed and teach her something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, calm down, bro. Calm was that a down. Was that a wardrobe malfunction, or is that me just having wishful thinking? Like, damn, JR. And then I mean, don't even talk about him shooting his shot know, on Twitter with every fucking right now, but yeah, but damn, bro, farmers, farmers only. Only. Com. Yeah, that's how Liv Morgan and Bo Dallas met. <laughs> Who knew? Um, so we got uh, 
we got one more segment, Mario. You want to take another break, and then we'll uh, we'll talk some Elimination Chamber and some New Japan stuff? Let's do it. Let's do that. Boot to the face. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Boot to the face, episode 125. Go to watermaneuver.net, man. Get you one of them sweet-ass boot to the face shirts. Um, or a hoodie. Or a fucking onesie. Put your baby in a onesie. I want me and Marty's face to be on babies in 2021. That's what I want. I don't know why, but baby's going to wake up with fucking all kind of issues or grow up, grow up with all kind of issues and hell of fucking medical bills from talking to psychiatrists. But give us your 20 bucks. <laughs> that ain't our problem. Put our face on your baby. What a maneuver dot net boots of the face is where you can find that. Uh, we got some new Japan stuff going on, Marty. It says Takahashi and Naito are injured. Um, I had no clue about this. I hadn't. I don't really pay attention to New Japan until their big stuff comes up. Yeah, it sounds like uh, Takahashi has a shoulder injury, uh, but Naito has a knee injury. Sounds like, and uh, even though he they pulled him from like this weekend's events, they haven't said he's not going to go forward. But they're still have him on the roster for the events at the end of the month, where he's expected. Um, to actually face Kota Ibushi for the IC Championship. So despite Kota wanting to unify the titles and they keep defending them as one, they're actually going to have an individual match for one of the titles. And as of right now, um, it's still on the on the on the on the manifest for Naito to go for it. But that could change if he's still if his his knee injuries out um, a little bit longer. But they removed him from this weekend's card and this match. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. They didn't really say too much about Takahashi as far as um, how long he's going to be out or anything like that. But they just show that, you know, there's two big stars that they have, um, both injured right now. New Japan New Beginning is on February 26th, so that's five days from now. That's in Orlando, right? I believe it is, yes. Yeah. Um, Moxley versus Kenta, finally. Uh, Kenta has to win this, right? Like, Does he? I mean, you you don't know about COVID or anything like that. Like Moxley clearly can't just be going back and forth to Japan and keeping up his AEW schedule and having a fucking newborn pretty soon. Like, also soon. he's not having a newborn for like six months. Also, in like twenty five years, the women's division is gonna be like crazy with all these fucking wrestling girls that are being born lately. You got Becky and Seth. You got Cody and Brandy. You got fucking Moxley and Renee. Who knows what Lacey Evans' baby is yet, but, man, there's a lot of... That's uh, the Four Horsewomen 2.0 right there. Yeah, or the Shield. Or the Shield. There you go. Got Roman's kids, too. Roman's already got kids. Like, they could be the elder statesmen in WWE by the time the other kids get there, like, showing them the way. Yeah, dude, it's a... They're... they're they're building the future right there. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. Vince is just sitting there like, yeah, How do I ain't going to be around, but before the baby's even born. <laughs> yeah. All right. Turns out he's not mad about all the women getting pregnant now. He's like, <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's, like he's building his roster yeah. from day one. It's like his fucking stock market. He's like creating drip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so new Japan, new beginning is, is this uh Thursday? Is it Thursday? 26. Yeah. 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 Moxley versus Kenta. I'm going to pick Kenta in that match. Uh, I think they're going to give it Kenta also. I'm going to let yeah. him take it back to Japan. But I would love to see uh, Mox 
keep that title and win it. Um, especially if they're going to have a partnership with with AEW, and especially if they're talking like they're trying to make a big network, or not necessarily a network, but a big working relationship with all the brand, all the companies. Um, I, think it, I think it works for Moxley to have that title. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I don't want them to overdo the the working with other companies either, though. Like, like AEW's got all these impact people on their roster and their show all the time, but yet you got all these AEW stars that we want to see that you don't have enough time for. So I don't want them to overdo it. Like, here and there, yeah, but this constant fucking thing that's going on, I'm too much of a good thing is not a good thing. True. Put it like that. Like, just I think to, I would want him to have at least one win on it. Like I don't, I would hate for them to have this title for so long and the first opportunity to take it off him. Um, yeah. I think that's just too obvious. So I would like to see him at least win it. Well, he beat Juice Robinson, didn't he? Didn't he have a rematch with Juice when he took it from him? He hasn't fought Juice in like a year, man. Yeah, but that's how long it's been. Like he man, hadn't. Fuck Juice. <laughs> you sound like Tony Storm. Uh, let's get to the elimination predictions. Elimination can we, chamber. Can, can we get more Tony and EO? Like, just give me Did you see that? Did you see what happened Wednesday with them? Like EO's yeah. doing her little picture thing, and out of nowhere, Tony kicks her in the face. Nice. It was like uh, I dig it. Remember Becky and Charlotte? Like Charlotte was taking pictures, and Becky got mad and like attacked her. Yep. And was like, "I'm the champ. Why is she getting a fucking photo shoot?" That's pretty much what happened here. Uh, Only EO is the champ, and but yeah, um, can we get more Zia Lee? Like I'm digging yes. that too. Yes. I hope she beats the dog shit out of Casey Catanzaro on Wednesday. Elimination Chambers tonight, Marty. Let's run through that real quick, and then we'll get some shout-outs and get up out of here. Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Bro. This is uh, – Bobby this Lashley title. has to win this. Bro's gonna, Riddle's going to win this match, man. Man, get the fuck and, – and Black History Month? They're going to take the title off of a black man in I mean, another match with another black started, dude and started, put it on Matt started, Riddle? They started Black History Month with Hulk Hogan. You just ruined my whole fucking Sunday. They better not give it to Riddle. I cannot stand this Sunday. If they give that shit to Riddle, I might not watch the rest of the pay-per-view. I can't. I I can't stand Matt Riddle. Bobby Lashley better win this. I don't want Lashley to win it, but I don't want Keith Lee or Riddle to have it either, so might as well keep it on Lashley. I'm like, I'm so not a fan of Keith Lee anymore. I never have been. I loved him in NXT, but the more he talks and the more they try to make him sound, I don't know. I just, I don't like him when he talks. Just go be a badass and like fight. When he talks, it just it it does nothing for me. And then I, when he's wrestling now, all I can hear is him talking. <laughs> yep. I'm not a fan. Yep. But yeah, I got Lashley keeping the title. Congratulations to Keith Lee, him and me. Um, yeah, they uh, they got him. engaged this week, so congratulations to that. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Roman Reigns, Act One. Yeah, Oscar versus Lacey Evans. This is still on there. No uh, contest. No. Yeah. I mean, literally. And then uh, Nia and Shayna versus Sasha and Bianca. This- I don't understand this one because they were just on NXT agreeing to a March 3rd match versus uh, Dakota Kai and Rachel Gonzalez. And now they're going to defend these titles. Like, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe Sasha and Bianca. Like, it makes no sense. Maybe Sasha and Bianca win. For what and then they, So then they drop the titles on NXT to... Uh, Dakota just, Kai and Gonzalez, and they can have some kind of misunderstanding, and then Sasha could turn heel, and that's how they get to WrestleMania. Sasha already is a heel. Says who? Says you? She's a heel to you, Marty. Kids are laying, Kids are sitting there watching SmackDown with me last night, and all they say is, "Why is she so mean? Is she a bad? She's a bad girl." 
I'm like, yep, yep. You made this. Were they around? Were they around for the man? They weren't. They weren't. Oh, well, I wonder what they would say about Becky. <laughs> what well, she was a baby face or Steve Austin <laughs> flipping people to bird and not trusting it, turning on all his friends and shit. But somehow he was a baby face. Not that Sasha's in that stratosphere yet, but I see what say. they mean. She does, see, she does come off like an asshole, but I like she that. She does. She's I an like arrogant that. piece of shit sometimes. I wouldn't go say piece of shit. I'm saying sometimes. And Reginald. That's the attitude she Reginald, comes off at. Poor Reginald. Reginald's in love with her. I My God, Reginald. he said the hell with Carmella. Oh, gave man. her that weak-ass wine in the back. <laughs> she was like, she's like, what is this shit? He's like, I gave the good shit to Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Reginald. I love that guy. Yes, yes. He was that, he's definitely been a... Uh, uh, a a nice, bright spot. Yes. Um, the Chamber match for the Universal Championship. Later that night, we got Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. I'm going to pick. I'm going to go Cesaro off the wall here. I was thinking Cesaro. Um, it's going to be Daniel Bryan. Think that's who I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Daniel Bryan. It's going to be him. And Roman's going to come out and Beat fucking. Shit out of him. Well, Bryan's going to. Fight the good fight, and it's going to be better than you think. But Roman's going to win in the end, and then Edge is going to attack Roman. And I just want, set up I just want, I want Roman to beat the hell out of Daniel Bryan, and for him to say, just look at him like, that's why you've always been second place, and that's why I always get the win over you. Go Edge is going to, it's going to go off with Edge. Can we talk about Edge. that spear off last night or Friday night? Edge's weak ass spear, and then then Roman comes in, just nails him, cuts him in half. Like that's how you Roman do hit spear. a little Bobby Lashley in that spear. With he even that, did the he, little he, flip over. Man, he put that shit inside deep. Um, but yeah, I think Elimination Chamber is going to end the night with Edge telling Roman like me and you at Mania after he spears Roman from behind. That's what I think is going to happen. Sounds about um, right. So Brian wins, and then Roman beats Brian, and then Edge attacks Roman. Got it. Yeah, I want Cesaro to win it, but yeah, I think Daniel Bryan's going to win it and lose to Roman. Um, championship match in the Limitless Chamber. Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Kofi. I want McIntyre to lose because I want Kofi to win it. If Kofi doesn't win it, then I want McIntyre to keep the title. If he's going to lose it, I only want him to lose it to Kofi. I'm over Drew as the champion. Like, I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm done. I, I mean I'm not like like oh I'm like I don't ever want to see him champion again but I'm done with this reign right now like I don't need he needs to be champion anymore. But if you look at it like who who who's there like who who on Raw is over enough or big enough or feels important enough to be WWE champion right now like Randy, nobody. AJ. AJ no. Hell I'm even on the verge where Sheamus if Sheamus if they let Sheamus do his job Sheamus could be too. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say Drew keeps it, and then Miz cashes in and takes it from him. I don't think. I think. I think that's why Drew loses, and whoever wins gets the cash in to try to make it a quick, quick transition. Well, that's it. That's our elimination. Well, who do we pick in the women's tag match? I got. I got Sasha and Bianca winning. I got Nia and Shayna winning, just because I don't think Sasha and Bianca. I just think that's. Just, I'm tired of them putting these these independents together as a tag team and making them push. Like, oh, well, they don't stupid. have real women's tag teams. They broke them all up. I know like, that's the what's iconics they are broke gone. Them up, they the right squad and then put them in new awful. tag teams. 
Um, Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce. They should pay, bring pay. back the Iconics. You know, pay, pay. Just bring back the Iconics and let's let's act like it never happened. My question, speaking of tag teams, like what's up with Sonya Deville? Like, is she hurt? Is she can't wrestle no more? Is that what's going on here? Or are they just playing this role like she would, she would like how to leave town so she can't wrestle until she earns her wrestling match again? I, I don't like know. Some, that's a, like that's a good some, question. I feel like there's something else going on there. Like, they didn't want her to go away. But I feel like there's something else to the fact that she's not getting physical with anybody. She just wants to come out in her suits and, like, drive all the heterosexual women crazy that all of a sudden have crushes on her. You see that shit on all, every woman on there. It's like, I'm not gay, but Sonya Deville, my God. And I'm like, really? Sonya Deville? Sonya? Like, Deville? Bobby, From fucking crazy. Fire and Desire? Mr. Heenan, <laughs> you're crazy thinking that. That's Sonya Deville from Fire and Desire? The one that was on Total Divas? That's Sonya Deville? Okay. That's what you like. That's what you like. Of all people. Whatever. Um, not when you got Mandy Rose. Eva Marie. like Bianca Belair. Sasha. It's time like to Naomi. Naomi. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, you, let's get to some shout outs real quick. And then let's ride on, Mari. I'm going to start because I actually wrote some down. Good. I wrote some down this time. Because I didn't. So you do you. I'm still going to miss people. Um, Well, then since you didn't write anything down, I'll just do as many as I can remember. Full press coverage. Always. The whole FPC team. Chaos Theory. What up, homie? Uh, Talkamania. Crossbody. Irish Whip. Um, Our boy Peteopolis. Always bringing the heat with the repost and stuff. Joe. Your boy Joe's been sharing stuff left and right, like trying to get us out there even more. He's riding around in Wisconsin in the snow and shit like that. Uh, Brian Sanders, who's, I think he got kicked off of Twitter. but He's uh, he's on Instagram all the time. Talking. Yeah, he's on Instagram. Shout out to him. Uh, Adrian Ruiz, our boy. The female demo, headed by Tara, Tata, Sheena. Uh, Seth Forrester, who sent me a dope, dope, picture he drew of sting and uh he hooked me up with that so appreciate that gbm good brother mike or as i like to call it getting bitches man uh him and his new beard he hit me up telling me he's got something for me he's like hey what's your address i said gbm if you kidnap mickey james and send her to me she better be alive when she get here or i'm calling the authorities he's like i didn't kidnap anyway (laughs) doing a favor uh Chick Foley, fully posable. Uh, that's it. I know I'm Robert Custis, our boy. I know he's excited about New Japan, New Beginnings. And so uh, that's all I got, Marty. Sounds like you got taken care of. Sounds like a lot of people. Um, you know, we do appreciate all that you all do, all interaction, especially on Twitter, man. Like the amount of interaction on Twitter, I love it. I love reading it. It's always, a little, I'm always a little delayed because he's usually going off when I'm at work or when I'm, you know, in bed. And then I wake up and like, oh shit, there's a bunch of notifications. Damn, things are going off. So it's, it's always cool seeing and reading what everybody's got going on out there. Um, but yeah, thanks for all the listens. Thanks for all the interaction. Appreciate it. Share us. Uh, it's the least we can ask. Um, thank you very much. Other than that, dude, it's been fun, man. It's been fun. 125 episodes. And here we are. It's been fun. And Brian Cage, you can still go to hell. Boot to the face, episode 125. Peace. Later.
It's the crew of the year that y'all love and hate If you fuck it with the team, you catch a boot to the face Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit Stop hating, motherfucker, you know he the man RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant And them two hard hitters repping Montreal Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya You might get beat I'm talking mania Listen to the whole team across body of work It'll make you realize that you should have been first And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah!